Let's fuck shit up. On this episode, we talk social conditioning, how much people hate me, and I let Steven Crowder explain how women should choose a man. Coming up next on The Morning Pete. Wake up and get your cake up, it's your boy King Kong, the one and only and the only one, telling you to wash your face, brush your teeth, cause it is time for the morning pee. So without further ado, from the podcast that doesn't give a fuck about your feelings, put your hands together for your host, Podcast P. Woo! <laughs> well guys, I'm back. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. It's been a fucking week and holy fuck, what a week. I'm tired as fuck, man. Tired as fuck. Listen, first and foremost, um, I'm cranky. <laughs> first and foremost, let me uh, let me apologize to everybody out there. Uh, I didn't get any shows out last week, uh, and let me explain that real quick. I'm so now I'm working nights. I'm doing a night shift. I got a big job. It's a night shift job, and um, it's only one project. It only lasts another week until Wednesday or Thursday this week, and I'll be done. So, guys, I apologize. I apologize for not having shows out last week. I was fucking tired. I'm kind of in the swing of things now, but. I'm still fucking tired, man. Tired as fuck. News has got me all fucked up. Um, this coronavirus got me all fucked up. I don't know, man. I don't fucking know anymore. Uh, um, yeah. Let's do it like this. Um, <laughs> guys, are like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? <laughs> Housekeeping. Let's see if I can help me through this. Help me through this, okay? Work with me here. Work with me a little bit. I'm fucking tired. All right. And you know what? It, it is what it is. And, and, and if you're pissed off about me not having fucking episodes, all, you know, fuck you. Who gives a fuck? All right. Who really gives a fuck? All right. I do my fucking best. All right. It's not like you've never fucking done or said something and not fucking come through in it. It's Mr. Fucking Perfect over there. Miss Perfect, whoever the fuck you are. Go fuck yourself. You don't like that I didn't put out fucking episodes last week? Who gives a fuck? Fuck you. You're lucky you get the goddamn show for free, goddammit. <laughs> I'm an asshole when I'm cranky. Holy fuck. <laughs> housekeeping. God damn it. Let's get that shit out of the way. Housekeeping. Listen, follow me on my platforms. And on it, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. Okay, I don't use Twitter. I don't use Instagram. I don't use LinkedIn. I don't use all that shit. Okay, I'm fucking active on Facebook. Follow me on Facebook. Fuck all the others. I'm active on Facebook, all right? Uh, Facebook forward slash Facebook.com forward slash the morning PR or at the morning P just search for at the morning P and you'll find me you'll find the show I'm gonna leave the link in the show notes and again guys listen I know the links aren't fucking working I don't know how to solve it stop fucking messaging me okay I'm sick of it I'm sick of explaining to every fucking person every fucking day that I don't know or the, the how the links aren't working okay I don't know if it's an anchor problem or if it's my problem it's what I'm doing I'm going to try and figure it out for you guys. I'm going to try to figure it out and do my fucking best because I don't know what's going on. And I want to make sure that this show, that you guys have all the links for the shows and, and all the things I'm talking about. So it is what it is, guys. Work with me. Okay. We're on a journey together. This is our journey. Okay. We're living life together. Right. I'm living vicariously through you and you're living vicariously through me in some form, one way or another. We're doing it together. We've built this thing together. Let's not let it crumble over a few links. Okay, guys? <laughs> no, I do. I really, I do apologize. Man, I don't know what the fuck's going on with the links. I apologize I didn't get the fuck shows out last week, you know. Um, there's a whole bunch of fucking people that listen to it. And by the way, uh, hi. 
Hi, welcome to all the fucking new listeners, uh, to the old listeners and the new listeners of the show, by the way. There's so I don't know. I must be doing something correctly. I'm going to give myself a little pat on the back here. Excuse me for a second while I do this. You know, I must be doing something right here because the show, you guys are loving the show and you guys are sharing the show and I do appreciate it. I love you guys so much for it. Um, I can't thank you enough. So I'm going to keep providing free content for you. Um, however, I did send out the survey. I sent out the survey and oh, it's overwhelmingly, overwhelming amount of support from you guys saying that, one of the questions is, would you pay for this show? Would you do a monthly or a, a per episode payment thing for it? And overwhelmingly, you guys have said, yes, you would. Um, luckily for me, Anchor has an option uh, that you can uh, support this show through that. So I've activated that now. Uh, so what that is, is I think for $1.99 or for $4.99 or for $9.99, there's three different options uh, to either support me monthly or one-time fee, whatever you guys want to do. Listen, all you have to do is... Um, just go on, just click the link and uh, scroll down a little bit. I think it says support this show or support this podcast, whatever it is. And I will leave the show note or the link in the notes. I know we just talked about links, but fuck it. I'm going to try and leave the link. Um, and if you guys want to support me, that's great. If you don't, listen, I'm still going to provide all the free content in the world for you guys. I'm still going to deliver three times a week uh, as best I can and give you the content you guys want and the content you guys need because, listen, this thing isn't about money for me. This thing is about getting a bunch of things off my chest. Um, but it's great to know that people are willing to support me. Um, so yeah, I've activated it and let's see what happens from it guys. I don't expect you to, uh, however, if you do, uh, I do have some giveaways for you, some prizes. I'll give you a shout out on the show. Um, we'll figure something out. We'll do something good for you guys. I know, um, trying times these days. So, uh, the more we stick together, uh, the more, I guess the better off we'll all be right. Uh, so that's my way of saying it. If you guys, if you guys want to support me, you know, by all means, go ahead and support me. I'm not going to, I'm not going to force your hand. I'm not going to, you know, uh, disregard you from my life. I'm not whatever. It's whatever. If you guys want to support me, cool. If not, I understand, right? We're all in hard times, financial crisis right now, excuse me, financial crisis right now. And, um, you know, I don't expect you guys to do it. Um, but there is a lot of you that said you would. So, uh, let's be, let's be true to our words here, people, (laughs) because a little extra cash in my pocket will not go unnoticed. I'll tell you that. Um, last and not least, uh, voice messages, guys, listen, you hear on every single episode, the very beginning, you're gonna hear that, you hear beep, and then you hear somebody talk, that's the voice message I'm talking about, all right, it's really, really simple, all you gotta do is, you go onto my anchor page, which will just be in the show notes, again, the link will be there, again, we'll try and fucking get it in, um, just click that voice message link, you can use it from, right from your phone, guys, it's really fucking simple, um, all you gotta do is click that link, and you just hit record right on your phone, it uses your, uh, the microphone from your phone, Record a little message. Uh, if you're an artist, music artist, pod. If you have a podcast, if you have something you want to promote, if you have something you want to say, if you just want to tell people how fucking great you are, leave me a voice message, guys. I'll play it. I don't care. Uh, it, it's literally for people that want to promote something or want to have something to say. Okay. <laughs> this is the third fucking time my computer's crashed on me. God damn it! I'm getting pissed off. Why did it? Why did it cut out abruptly? Well, fuck, man. This fuck. Listen. Remember all that shit I said about supporting this podcast, about how you can donate to me and all that shit? How you can support the podcast by going to my, click my thing? Listen, don't fucking do that. Listen, if you, if any one of my listeners has a fucking laptop that they want to donate to me, so this bullshit doesn't keep happening to me, I've literally been sitting here since 10 fucking 30 in the morning. It is now 1 o'clock. 
1 o'clock in the afternoon now. 10.30 in the morning, I'm sitting here trying to record this goddamn podcast. This fucking computer keeps restarting on me. It's been three fucking times now. It's pissing me the fuck off. And I have no idea what the fuck's going on with it. I know it's the goddamn power cord. And I know it's fucking... It's got, everything's all fucking taped up. You guys heard me fucking talking about it before. Now I'm frustrated. All right? You hear the fucking change in my tone? That's because I'm fucking frustrated now. God damn it. God damn it. Stupid fucking thing, man. All right, where was I? Voice messages. Fucking voice messages. Listen... Leave me a voice message. <laughs> Calm the fuck down. Guys, leave me a voice message. All right, I'll play it. I really just want to help you guys. It's my way of giving back and saying thank you for listening to the show. Promote whatever you want. Say whatever you want. You know what? Call up. Leave me a voicemail that that cu- fucking cusses me out. I don't care. I'll play it. Um, I don't care how long it is either. If it's fucking one minute, two minutes, whatever. However long, however long you want to make it, man. Just make it. Make it 10 seconds. Just call and say, hi. Just wanted to say hi. And then hang up. That's cool. That's all you need to do. Um, yeah. Fuck, where was I in this thing, man? See, now I'm just, I'm fucking so lost to this fucking computer. Um, listen, guys, one last thing before we get into everything. Uh, if you guys don't know how to download podcasts or if you don't know how to really listen to them uh, on a consistent basis, go to Google Play or go to iTunes Store, whatever they call it, and download a, pod, or a podcast um Sorry, download an app that's called Podcast Addict, and uh, it's the, it's one of the best ones I've found so far. It literally can get you any program or any show you want. All I gotta do is search it. When you get it, type in Parnell Ramlal. It's my full name, and hit subscribe to the Morning P, and then it will automatically update for you every time I release a show. Simple and easy, guys. And from there, you can again, you can support the show. You can leave a voicemail. All those links are there. All right, guys. So. Don't have to worry about anything. Everything's all in one place for you. It's fantastic. And all your podcasts can be in one place. You don't have to go to this website or that website or or, or go to this, whatever else. You know what I mean? Everything's in one place for you. It would be great. It's pretty fucking simple. It's called Podcast Addict. Uh, you can get it from, like I said, Google Play or iTunes Store, wherever. Just get it. Trust me. It'll save you fucking tons and tons of time. Um, and that's it for the intro, guys. That's it for the intro. Listen, I'm lonely, man. I'm, lo- I'm about to start singing. Lonely. I'm so lonely, I have nobody to call my own. <laughs> Listen, um, I'm lonely because I'm working nights, guys. I'm working nights, and I come, I got a call last night. I started work last night about 7 p.m., and uh, I got a call from my girl about 7.30, whatever it was. She's like, oh, she has, and she has today off, so. She's like, listen, I'm going to hang out with my friend today, and we're going to hang out tomorrow as well, but I figured just kill two birds with one stone, and I'll just, you know, I'll I'll just stay at her place for the night. I'll take the dogs, and I'll just stay at her place. You can have the house all to yourself. You know, nobody will wake you up. You don't have to, like, get up and feed the dogs or let them out or anything. You know what I mean? Nobody's going to bug you. You can sleep. You know, really nice gesture. Nice loving gesture, right? Something I should appreciate, right? Something I should be like, oh, she loves me. She wants to make sure I'm taken care of. She wants to make sure I'm healthy, right? But no. That's not what I did. Of course not. Why would I do that? Why? Because I'm such a fucking asshole. I'm like, how the fuck am I going to work all fucking night and come home to an empty goddamn house? You're taking my dog? I don't get to see you or my fucking dog? What the fuck are you doing? I get, I get angry. I get angry. I, You know what? And I know, and listen, I know it's one of those things where it's like, why would I get angry at something like that? She's just trying to love me. She's trying to show me support. She's trying to show that she understands my situation right now. And she just wants to be there for me and to help me and to support me. Right? And I appreciate that. But for fuck's sake, the last thing I want to do is come home at 4.30 in the morning 
and not see my fucking smiling, happy, wiggle butt dog. You know what I mean? Every, hey, listen, and if you're a dog owner, you fucking know what I'm talking about, okay? And listen, I love my girl, my fiance. I love her to the end of the fucking world, okay? I couldn't give two fucking shits if she was here. And my dog was, all right? <laughs> but when both of them aren't here, right? When both of them aren't here, then I get fucking a little upset. She leaves me with the fucking cat. The cat, uh, the one fucking creature that I fucking hate, that, by the way, and I don't know, listen, guys, explain this to me. How come if you hate a cat, they fucking love you? Explain that shit to me. Cats are fucked up. Don't even get me started, okay? Cats are fucked up individuals. They fucking, they, they got nine fucking lives, first of all. They land on their feet all the goddamn time. You can throw them across the room and they don't get fucking hurt. This thing is fucked up, okay? <laughs> but I'm not, by the way, I don't fucking throw the cat across the room, okay? I give it a little kick. <laughs> No, but she leaves me with the fucking cat. So the cat's fuck, and the cat has got separation anxiety for some fucked up reason. So as soon as I come home, it's 4.30 in the fucking morning. Meow, meow, meow. It's all I fucking hear. I'm like, holy fuck, like, the cat won't leave me fucking alone. Again, I've been trying to record this podcast from, from, since 10.30. The cat's been on my fucking lap. The computer's been shutting down. Everything's been fucking happening. I'm a little fucking cranky, in case you haven't heard. <sighs> it was a nice gesture. It was a nice gesture. She made a nice, uh, she tried to make things comfortable for me so that I could get some sleep. And I appreciate her for that. But guys, you know, man, when you come home from a hard day at work, the only thing you want to see is either your girl's face or your dog's face or both, man. Like there's something special about how a dog reacts to you when you're, when you come home that, uh, I think it's, it's one of those things that if you don't have an animal, you don't know what I'm talking about, then I don't think you'll ever get it because, you know, he, dogs and shit, they're, they're part of the family. They really are, man. Like, it's weird. It's fucking weird. Anyways, I was an asshole about it because I just wanted to see something. Like, I'm alone. I'm just, I feel alone now. You know what I mean? And guys, I know it's tough for us to express our fucking emotions in a healthy manner. Right? Me especially. Like, I, I, don't, talk about, I don't talk about shit. Right, my girl tried prize, and I just get angry. She's like, she just she wants to, she wants to get in. She wants to talk. She wants to know me. She wants, she wants all the information I have. Right, and I'm just like, I don't want to talk about it. You know, what I'm going through, I'm going through, guys. I think my whole point to this, I think, is to get at, you know, we need to start having more open conversations, not only with ourselves, with the people we love, and with our homies as well, like with our guy friends, and. And to that point, even our girlfriends is too, like uh, friends that are girls, not our girlfriends, friends that are girls, along with friends that are guys, right? We need to start having conversations and have conversations about how we're feeling, about our emotions, and, and start opening up a little bit. You know, there's, you know, the way, especially in the Caribbean, you know, my, my dad's Caribbean, I'm Caribbean, I'm first generation Canadian, my dad was born in the Caribbean. You know, my dad never talked about his emotions, never showed any really emotions, shit like that, and I think it really hindered him. I think it's hindering him now, you know, in his later life, you know, he's, uh, he's gotten a lot better. And I think it's on us. Let me, let me start here. It's on the generation before us to help us be better than them. Right. And it's on us to receive that information and be better than them. Does that make sense? So what I mean by that is just because my father didn't talk about his emotions and most Caribbeans don't talk about their emotions. I think it's on us to to be better people, right? We always want to leave our kids in a better position than what we had, right? At financially, 
you know, financially, monetarily, whatever, but job-wise, whatever you want to say, right? But also better people for society, for humanity, for um, for the for their family. Does that make? Am I making sense here? Like, I know, I think my girl understands me, right? She she gets that I don't want to talk about these things, or when I do talk about these things, I I say them in in a in a way that's doesn't seem like I'm talking about them, but I really am. So she kind of gets it. And I feel extremely lucky and extremely privileged to have a girl that understands my fucked up way of explaining my emotions to her. Right. Um, And I think that's one of the big divides between generations and, and, um, you know, boomers, this whole boomers, millennial, you know, thing going back and forth. There's a big divide there. And I think that's because boomers, first of all, don't know how to communicate at all, unless it's straight to the point. Um, almost kind of thing right like i'm the boss listen to me because i know what's best and millennials are like well listen i feel this way and boomers are like well i don't give a fuck how you feel these are the facts right and i say it all the time the facts don't give a fuck about your feelings but listen humans are a creature that we're very complex you guys already know this is this is shit you already fucking know why am i talking about this why the fuck am i talking it's it's goddamn fucking 118 on fucking monday afternoon why the fuck am i talking about this right you guys know what the fuck I'm saying. You know, talk to your partners, man. Make them feel supported and loved. Like, just understand some shit, right? It's, it's, it's fucking really easy. It really is easy, you know? And it, listen, most and listen, most guys I know that are Caribbean, whatever, my boy, my homeboys, whatever, we don't start talking about our emotions until we're fucking two or three drinks in. After we have those two or three rums, then it's cool, right? Then we can talk and express that shit, that liquid courage shit, man. Get out of that fucking mindset. We got to get out of that mindset of we need liquid courage to fucking talk about our emotions, especially with the people we love. You know, it's very, very rare that I'll be with some of my friends. And when we say goodbye, I don't say I love you. It's very rare that I don't say I love you. Um, and that might be strange for some people to hear, right? But I say I love you and I give them a hug. You know what I mean? Simply because that's how I feel towards them and they need to know that. The more I can express my emotions and how I feel towards them, um, I think the more comfortable they will be with expressing things that are going on in their life and understanding uh, what's going on in mine. And I can understand what's going on in theirs. We can have deeper conversations, right? We can have conversations that are meaningful, right, or inspirational, conversations that could change the world. Guys, these are, and this is all boils down to open communication, being able to communicate, right? A lot of people ask me why I started a podcast and a lot of people know why, um, or think they know why. And a lot of people, like I said in the past, you know, a lot of people have congratulated me for starting a podcast because my mouth used to get me into so much trouble when I was younger. Right. But that wasn't, that was my way of communicating. I was communicating in a way that was not only incorrect, but it was very difficult for people to uh, understand. I start. I literally started a podcast because I wanted to have conversations with my, my friends, about things that people wouldn't have conversations about in public, right? All the all the tough, controversial topics, shit like that. Back in the podcastish podcast, right? And I started this podcast because I have a lot of things I want to say, just to the world, or just things to get off my chest, and and this helps me in being able to realize how to better explain myself, or how to better explain what I'm feeling or what I'm going through, right? Um, everything I put out on a podcast is. It is, um, I don't know, research, is testing, is experimentation about the best way to communicate. Because, I mean, listen, I have, and <laughs> yeah, I have friends that'll, that I'll call or I'll, you know, send things to and they're like, yo, what the fuck you mean by this? Like, 
it's very difficult, and, and and I get my my words get taken in a way that uh, in a negative way most of the time, right? Because I don't, I can't fully explain myself, or if I'm in the middle of it fully fully explaining myself, excuse me, um, I get cut off because people get offended or people you know feel a way about something I say, and that's not my intent. It really isn't my intent, man. My intent is to be be able to fully explain myself. A lot of people say, well, I'm long-winded. Well, I'm long-winded because it takes a while for people to get to. Things aren't just yes and no answers. Most things aren't just yes and no answers. There's a background to, way, to, way, to the way somebody feels about a situation because of something that happened here, and then that reflected on this situation, and this, re- this situation reflected on this one, and that's why you feel this way about this situation, but this situation doesn't match this situation, so you have to combine. It's so fucked up, right? There's so, there's so much nuance to everything we talk about that people don't, or people don't have time. We're in a now, now society. It's everything's now, now, now. People haven't realized that to have a proper conversation, there needs to be the background to it, right? And once you start having these open conversations with people, you understand their background and their history and their knowledge and what they what they've gone through. That they can after that, then the conversations get quicker, right? Like John Vex, my the best man at my wedding. I've known the guy for twenty years, right? Him and I. If we could, we literally didn't talk, literally did not talk for 10 years, seven years or something like that, okay? I saw, we saw each other again and it was right back to, we caught up the whole seven years, what was, what was going on? Cool. But then we still have, we're back into these conversations, these deep, deep conversations about life and, um, and spirituality and, and what's going on with people and everything, society, everything, man. We talk about these things like they're nothing because we know each other so well from the conversations we've had in the past. And I don't think other people are doing that. I really don't. Um, I think people have these short, short bursts of, of information sharing they want to go and everyone wants to speak as fast as they can and get just to get all the information out instead of slowing down and taking the time and take having an hour or two or three hour conversation. People want to get things out in five minutes and sometimes shit doesn't happen like that, man. You need to understand the nuances and the background and everything that's going on with that person so you can understand their full and complete point before you can make a judgment on that and respond accordingly right? Everybody wants to talk and nobody wants to listen. And even myself, and listen, I'm including myself in this, all right? I have a podcast. That's all I fucking do is I talk, right? I'm literally sitting here talking into a microphone, not knowing who the fuck's going to listen. I know there's going to be thousands of downloads on it. I don't know who exactly individually they're listening, but if you need to hear this, great. And I, oh, listen, and I always say that if I say something that I'm incorrect on, then you're more, people are more than welcome to challenge me on it. People are more than welcome to come. I, I had, there's an open invitation anytime for anybody to come on this podcast and challenge me on anything. I don't, I, that, I haven't backed down from that stance. That's my stance. It'll, it'll always be my stance, right? You know, I talk to my buddy CJ all the time um, about, I mean, pretty much everything, family, kids, whatever, this podcast, things like that. And um, he gives me advice and I give him advice. And we talk and this and that. And sometimes we get we can get really deep, and sometimes it's just like, well, fuck you, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's it's one of the, that's that's one of the, those relationships that you cherish, you know. You have you have people you can call call on uh, to make sure that you're staying on the straight path. Like for instance, let, let's take this: the last episode I released, um, <laughs> it was called "Mansplaining Transgender Abortions." If you guys didn't hear it. It's the return of Friday fuckery. That whole show is a, uh, it's almost like a satire, right? It's taking the two crazily opposing views on these topics and giving my best analysis on it, right? Or trying to argue both points as best I can without, you know, without any prior information or prior research and shit on it. 
So what I did is, is <laughs> I, uh, I literally sent him the show title. And he said, listen, you can't do that, man. You can't send this out. People won't understand what you're talking about. Um, so I said, okay. I took that. I put a little preamble at, at the beginning of that episode. And people still didn't fucking understand it. And, and I get it. I get it. You know, people, like I said, people are in the now age. People want things now, now, now. They don't understand what uh, satire is. It's cancel culture. All this bullshit that's going on now. People don't understand that. You know, there's a history to everything. And yeah, I was poking fun at some things. People didn't understand that because I was coming off as I was serious. Like, I was serious about it. That's how it was meant to come off. Okay? It was meant to come off as a serious conversation. Um, but it was full satire. All right? People didn't understand that. I got a lot. Trust me, guys. When I tell you I got a lot of fucking hate for it, a lot of fucking hate. I've been never been so angrily invited to be guests on other people's podcasts <laughs> as I did after releasing that show. So many people reached out to me just to t t tell me I'm a fucking idiot or I'm an asshole or that I'm this is hate speech. Um, there was a couple people that came to my defense. Right, and I appreciate you guys. I'm sorry I don't have that have it pulled up right now, or else I would mention you by name. A couple people came to my defense. They knew it was satire. They heard the preamble. They heard the words I was saying at the beginning. Um, and that's another big thing. People don't hear fucking words. What they want to do is they want to they want to take what they want to they want to hear the words that they they want to hear, and then respond to that without listening to the full argument, without listening to the full breakdown of what the fuck was going on. Right? People just want to respond to what they want to respond to. Right? Something triggers them right away, and all of a sudden it's like poof. They're off on another fucking planet and they're going wild. I Seriously, guys, emails upon emails upon messages upon fucking PMs upon DMs upon Facebook. Like, you will not understand the fucking hate I got for this thing. Uh, and I left it up. I didn't take it down. Because I know it's fucking comedy. It's satire. It's not nothing serious. And one, the only thing I responded to, the only one fucking thing I responded to was one Facebook group when people were going literally off on me. And I said, listen, before this gets out of hand, and I explained the exact point by point what I was doing, and still people still called it hate speech. They still like, that just goes to show that people don't even read comments anymore. They just hear something and they fucking post without reading any comments, without reading anything. We're in such a now fucking society that people can't take the fucking three seconds, literally three seconds it would take to read my comment. And that's what it, like... <laughs> It drives me crazy. But to that point, it's like when we start having conversations with the people we trust in our lives, then we can start understanding the others, others, I hate saying other side, the opposition. I hate saying that. Um, other people's views, other people's views that we may not agree with, but we're able to respond in kind and have a mutual agreement of, even if that mutual agreement is we agree to disagree, right? Conversations need to be had. Topics need to be discussed. And just because I'm asking questions about a topic that you have fully worked out in your brain doesn't mean that I'm incorrect for answering or asking questions, right? It's incorrect for me to put out false opinions or uneducated opinions on topics and claim that that is uh, that it's the truth if I don't know anything about it. And if I have questions about something, would you rather... If you... Let, let's take... Let's take something crazy. Let's take the transgender shit, okay? <coughs> Excuse me. Just as, a, as an example. Or abortion, just an ex, as an example. Whatever you want to take. And I have questions about it, right? Uh, and I ask a question. Maybe the question is ignorant. Uh, but 
transgenders in 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 um in general, I don't think most people have a grip on it, right? We're confused about it because it's something completely new. All right, uh, to to the to the to most of the population, it's completely new. If we have an issue with it, or if we have a question about it, don't you think it's more likely to get a better response if you answer the question in a heartfelt way, even if I'm asking the question from a point of ignorance or a, from a point of hate, whatever it is. If it's a question, answer the question in a thoughtful manner and hopefully change that person that's asking the question's opinion on it. Don't you think that would get somebody farther in any conversation than to just go off and call it hate speech and call it uh, garbage or whatever the fuck you want to call it? Cancel this guy and whatever the fuck? Like, I was, I was, I was getting threats of being doxxed for, for asking questions or putting out this, this satire. Instead of people wanting to know how I actually feel. And by the way, in the fucking opening to that fucking episode, I said, listen, these are opi- uneducated opinions from what I think the far left and far right would th- say. If you want to know my actual thoughts on the topics, then you can message me and I will tell you that. Plain and simple. It was, it was all there. I said it right there in the preamble. The funny thing is, nobody, not one fucking person, only a couple people came to my defense, but not one fucking person that messaged negatively actually asked what my views and my opinions were on the topics that I discussed. Not one. Not fucking one. They instantly went to fucking hate speech. They instantly went to, let's dox this guy, fuck him, he should be cancelled, all this shit, I can't believe this fucking show was still going out, blah blah blah. You know what? You can't fucking stop the show. And you can't stop communication, you can't stop, uh, you can't stop people from having discussions. And you can't stop people from feeling the way they're gonna feel if you're not gonna answer their fucking questions. You think people are just gonna get all this fucking new bullshit you guys are coming out with? No, you need to explain it in detail. Because not everybody is your fucking life. You think that everybody else is going to fucking know what you're talking about because you feel the way about something? No. You need to have the conversations, man. You need to be able to express how you're feeling and why you feel this way in a thoughtful way so that other people understand it. In a poignant way. Because if people don't understand it, if people... And listen, if you you explain your whole... If you break it down, you take four, five, five, seven hours, days, whatever you want to take to explain your side, okay? In a very thoughtful, thought-out manner, very poignant, very very structured way, and people still don't agree with you, then that is their fucking right to not agree with you, and you have to live with that. But you can't just push everybody aside and say, listen, I'm not going to explain it to you because I think that you're just going to be an asshole at the end of it. It doesn't matter. That's not, that's not the issue. The issue is you need to explain exactly your thoughts on things, right? Like if somebody asked me my thoughts on all these topics, then yes, I'm going to give you a long answer that's thought out, because this is the th- these are the things I've thought about in it. And if I'm giving you that, after all that, you can say, listen, well, the reason you're thinking about it this way is because... And you can correct me if I'm incorrect. If I'm incorrect, you have the full right to stop me and say, listen, you shouldn't feel that way about this because of this. And correct my ways. How do you think humanity has fucking uh, gone on for so long, man? How do you think we've survived and strived and moved forward? Huh? It's conversations. It's it's education. Hold on a second. My fucking thing's going on. All right, I'm back. Sorry, I had to uh, turn off my oven. I was making some food. But that's. I mean, listen. That's what it is, man. We have to. We have to strive to communicate, guys. We can't just. We can't just toss somebody but to the wayside because you don't agree with their opinion without trying to change their opinion. 
or without trying to change their frame of reference. You know, and I hate using I hate using it, but the transgender thing. Let's let's use this. People don't have a frame of reference for a transgender person. This is this is something that has never been quote unquote accepted in society, right? It's never been it's never been pre- prevalent. It's never been the common thing in society, right? So, for the common person to understand what this is, there needs to be education behind it. And if you're not willing to give the education, who is? If you just if you just want us to blindly agree with something that you're saying because you want us to, it's bullshit, guys. Come on, let's have conversations. And I didn't I didn't mean to get into all this shit. I just wanted to say, listen, we need to start having com- more conversations with our friends about things. Um, you know, there's been over the past three years since this podcasting has started, there's been so many people that have reached out to me that I haven't spoken to in years, like 10, 20 years. And there's been a lot of people that I had in my life that uh, I don't speak with anymore. And that's, I, I, you know what, I, that, that responsibility is solely on me. Because I wasn't able to explain my thoughts and things on, um, on topics that I've had. That's on me, you know. And I think it's on each of us as individuals to, to get our points across and to understand. And when people start cutting you off about saying you're long-winded and you don't, you know, I don't want to hear all that and this and that. We don't have time for this conversation. Well, fine then. That's the person you want to have a conversation with, right? Strange. It's, I don't know, man. There's now society of fucking the memes and the fucking 30-second videos that people are watching. And, you know, that's how people are getting educated these days. Seven fucking minute videos on YouTube. Why do you think there's so many goddamn conspiracy theorists? And by the way, think of speaking about conspiracy theorists. Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday show. Listen, we're going to talk about everything coronavirus, uh, COVID-19, everything about it including the conspiracy side of it, because I think that's a big a big thing to it as well. You guys know I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I do have my buddy coming on. Actually, the guy that made the intro for this uh, for, the, for the podcast, uh, King Con, Terrence Hines, he will be in town. He's in town right now, so we're, we're getting together on Wednesday. Uh, he's done more research on, this, on the conspiracy side than I have. He reached into his bag. He went into his bag, his satchel, his fucking backpack. <laughs> he dug deep. He took a fucking forklift. Or a fucking, not a forklift, what the fuck, not a forklift, a backhoe. He took a backhoe and dug into this shit. And he's uh, he's convinced about some conspiracy shit. So, I'm going to have him on the show on Wednesday. My first guest ever, by the way. First guest ever. And I'm, you know what, that's probably going to be a longer uh, a longer podcast, which is cool. Um, I really can't wait for that one. Uh, and I was, this, this episode was supposed to be on coronavirus. And I completely switched. So, we're going to save that for Wednesday. Uh, but yeah, guys, listen, have conversation with the people you love, like... You have, I bet you have friends in your life now, not even friends, let's call them acquaintances. You have acquaintances in your life now that they would either, they could either be best friends to you or you could uh, cast them out of your life forever if you literally would have an hour conversation with them about things that matter, things of substance. Right now we're, we have this click mentality, this tribe mentality of uh, being with people that dress the same, look the same. You know, act the same, whatever, right? But when you get down to the the nuts and bolts of it, if people aren't thinking the same as you, regardless of how they dress, regardless of what they look like, regardless of how they act, right? All those things are intertwined, yes. But if they don't think fundamentally the same as you, you're probably not going to be friends for much longer, or you're not going to be good friends, or as close as you should be, right? Or as close as you could be. And have those lasting relationships that are fucking something of substance. Something of that you will cherish. Right? 
it's very strange to me that I can count on my fucking hand, my one hand, how many people in this world, sorry, probably on two hands, ex- ex- let's say excluding my family, on one hand, excluding my family, how many people I can call at 4 a.m., no matter what, you know what I mean? Um, I like to keep my circle small. That's just me personally. But I'm also putting out all my opinions online, and people aren't going to agree with me. People that love me love me. They know. They know what the fuck I'm saying, right? And if and if any one of those if any one of those people on my hand that I can count on my hand have an issue with something I'm saying, they know they can call me. They know I'll have a conversation with them. They know that I will not only listen to them for what they have to say, but I will give them my full and honest opinion and viewpoint on a topic. Right? And I think most people are fucking scared to say what they want to say about things because they're scared of being canceled, they're scared of being outcast, they're scared of being whatever. And I'm not. I'm really not. And I feel sorry for people that are. I really do, man, because... And I feel sorry for the people that are fucking canceling. Get the fuck out of here, man. Stop with this fucking cancel culture bullshit. We have more to worry about with a fucking... A plague on our fucking... Knocking on our fucking doorstep than worrying about... Canceling fucking somebody for saying the wrong thing in a tweet ten years ago. Like, go fuck yourself. Fine. This is this is literally the age of decadence where you have nothing else to be pissed off about. So, you fucking you say let's cancel this person, let's cancel this this person, and everybody's fucking polarized on each side. It's fucking retarded, man. Stop with the bullshit. God damn it. And you know what? I recorded an intro for this uh, about the, the coronavirus, the coronavirus isolation and fucking. Being isolated and hype, uh, mass hysteria and all this bullshit, and I gotta now I gotta redo the intro for this fucking show. So whatever, man. Like I'm just pissed off. I'm pissed off that people aren't having conversation. It all started, and it got me thinking. It all started from self-analyzing, right? Self-analyzing after my girl had made a nice gesture and I said something completely left. You know what I mean? Weird. Self-analyze, guys, and understand where you're coming from and understand how you come off to other people, right? I'm very self-aware in how I come off, right? I come off like an asshole. I come off very stubborn and abrupt, uh, and that's how I talk. And people that know me, like I said, they know me. They know how I talk, man. This is – I don't mean anything by it. This is just how I feel at the time. If you have you have a, the opportunity to change my mind, then great, right? Um, I'm very strong-minded. I, I, can, I can defend my position, but, you know, with other people, maybe they aren't that um, boisterous, and maybe they're not that – um, they can't voice their opinion as much because society has told them that, you know, you got to fit in. Society has told you that you have to, um, you have to adhere to the norms, the soci- societal norms, right? It's weird. <sighs> Try this for, for instance, okay? Try this. Next time you go to get into an elevator, right? Press the button. And when the door opens, no matter who's on it, just walk straight, walk straight and stand. Don't turn around. You know how you get into an elevator and you turn around to look at the door? Just walk in straight and just stand there. Look at the back wall. See how many fucking people look at you strange. Society norms, societal norms will tell us when you get in the elevator, you're supposed to turn around and look at the door, look at the buttons. Right? Why do we automatically do that? Because it's been um, fed to us. It's been ingrained in our, in our body language. Right? Doing things that aren't normal, people will look at you strange for a little bit. But then somebody might ask you, "Why? Why? Are you, what are you doing that for?" Boom, you have a conversation, right? It's little things like that. When you don't care what other people think of you, a lot more can be said. 
and a little gesture like that, it's fucking hard. Try it. I fucking try it. It's really fucking hard for some people to just walk straight into an elevator and not turn around. It's very difficult. And to me, I'm just like, for me, it's fucking not. Who cares? Who gives a fuck? Right? But that just goes to show the kind of, you know, how you want yourself to be portrayed in public or in the public eye or what you want other people, strangers. You care so much about what strangers think of you that you need to turn around in that fucking elevator. Just think about it. Tell me I don't have a good point. Tell me that I'm wrong. Tell me that you don't care about what society thinks of you. And I'll call you a fucking liar. Plain and simple. Plain and simple, man. Because even me, there's still, there's still things I won't do for fear of what somebody might think of me. Not very many things. But there's a few. Just try it, man. Try it. Step out of your comfort zone. All right? Have a conversation. Get to know the people in your life a little better than what you do now or what you think you do now. Because I guarantee you there's some people in your life that you think they think one way and I guarantee you think a fucking se- a, a separate way. This fucking thing keeps going off. Anyways, that's my food. Listen, it's been... Ah, oh, fuck it. I've been for 40 minutes. You know, this is good enough. I'm going to get my food out of the oven. Listen, I will see you guys maybe tomorrow. Maybe I'll drop an episode tomorrow. Oh, no, wait. I, I can't leave yet. Listen, I can't leave you without a little bit of controversy. So um, I wanted to play this one clip. It's from Steven Crowder. Um, and it's explaining... <laughs> it's explaining to women what kind of man they should need to find or they, they do need to find. Um, so I'm going to leave you with this. I'll be back in about whatever, 10 minutes, however long it is. So I'll see you in a few. I usually speak in these closes. Uh, I directed at men because, I, you know, you, you speak to what you know. And obviously I'm a man. But I, I don't want women who tune into this show, uh, a surprising number, to be left out in the cold. So this is for you. And uh, I'll still be speaking about men. So hopefully helping you by letting you in the other team's huddle a little bit. I've heard a lot of women, and we do it when we do life advice often on Mondays, that it's really hard to find a good man. I hear this quite a bit from women out there. And listen, it's true. That is absolutely true. It's hard to find a good man, just as it's hard to find a good woman. In the era of feminism, it's hard for a man to find a woman who understands what being a good wife is. That's just like it is for women and husbands. It's not really something we're taught anymore, right? We're taught, well, you don't have to be X. You don't, you don't have to be masculine. You don't have to be strong. You can be sensitive. For women, you don't have to be a stay-at-home mom. You don't have to cook dinner. You don't have to clean the house. And you know what? All of those things are true. But it doesn't make you a better woman or a better wife. They're just choices. And, and most of these choices are amoral. Okay? But we don't, what we don't talk about nearly enough anymore is what you do have to be. We talk about how you have to love yourself and how you don't have to fit into any molds, but what is it that you have to be? What is it that you have to do? Because in order for you to be uh, a good woman or in order for someone to be a good man, there has to be a standard. And I will say this, for the women out there looking for a good man, there are certain things that a man has to do. There are certain standards that you should be looking for. And I think that women today are taught to look for the wrong things nearly always. Let me explain. First off, nice. How often do you hear, like, what is it? Well, he's nice. Could not be less relevant to looking for the right man. Throw it out. If you're looking for a good man, nice doesn't even enter into the equation. Now, if you're asking, is he generous? Is he compassionate? Is he merciful? Is he empathetic? Does he treat people and women with respect? These are all good things, of course, because these are character qualities. Nice is not, because nice is circumstantial. Eddie Haskell was nice. Hitler was apparently nice to kids. Osama bin Laden apparently was really nice to kids. And here's something that I think is important. A lot of women, they'll, 
you'll choose a man because he's nice and then complain that as a husband, we see this a lot, he's not living up to the expectations or he isn't giving you what you need. And then we go back to it's difficult to find a good man. Here, here's the deal. It's important that you find a man, okay? A husband, yes, let's not talk about nice, but who is loving toward you, who is compassionate toward you, who is considerate. As a Christian, I believe that a husband should love his wife as Christ loved the church, which means it's his own body. What does that mean? You don't abuse your body. You take care of it, you only get one. So I'm going to assume before I give you the rest of this advice that you're starting off with that not some domestic abuser who should be put behind bars, okay? Don't take this out of context, otherwise this won't help you. But something else I would like for you to take into consideration, women out there who find yourself struggling to find a man. If you have to choose between a man who is generally nice, more specifically a man who values, I guess nice, over righteous anger, you should pick righteous anger every time. A man who values nice above all else is not a man who can lead a family. He's not a man who can protect you. He's not a man who most, impo more, most importantly can serve you. And by the way, it's also pretty damn easy to be nice. It's very easy to go through life being nice. I'm not talking about being polite, but being the nice go along, get along guy. It's easy to be confrontationally evasive. You know what's harder? Righteous anger. It's harder for a man to grow a spine and stick his neck out from the foxhole, get in the fray when it's the right thing to do. So if you're dating a man or you're looking for a man and he's nice, that's great. But if you've never seen righteous anger, righteous indignation, if you've never seen him bow up the hair in the back of his neck stand up, you've never seen a guy who gets passionate about injustice or maybe comes close to getting his dukes up, that's cause for concern, ladies. And I don't mean, when I say righteous anger, let me be really clear here, I don't mean that he gets mad because someone cut him off in the car, though I do, especially if people don't know the left lane is for passing. Remember we both knew someone who got a, yeah. a ticket for going slow in the left lane? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the gayest ticket ever. Justice. I, and by the way, I don't just mean physically protecting his wife when I'm talking about a man. Uh, I'll tell you this, okay, let me give you an example. I had my wife come home um, from work, and there was a woman who was, who was, not basically, she was psychologically, verbally abusive toward my wife. Uh, maybe there was some jealousy that I don't know, I don't want to copy-paste motivation, but the actions were unacceptable. And I remember hearing the stories, um, one in particular, my wife came home and she was, she was really upset, you know, she maybe was crying a little bit. And I remember thinking, God, you know, I, I, wish, this, I wish this person, this broad were a man so I could go over and settle this thing. And I don't mean assault him, but I mean have a man-to-man -man talk. But I can't, can't do that when it's a woman. But I did talk to her. Um, and that, that righteous anger, by the way, it, it stems not from nice. It stems, this is something that I think a lot of women miss. Righteous anger and aggression in men, it stems from love. In that instance, it stems from love for my wife. So the easy thing in that scenario would be to be nice. Oh, well, things happen. It is what it is. That's what, that's what we hear a lot. Don't you love when you hear that? Oh, it, it is what it is. You know what someone is usually saying when they say that? They're, they're actually saying, well, I is a That's what they're saying. Okay, so I want you to think if you're a woman out there and you're looking uh, at a man, kind of think of it as a puppy. You ever had to pick a puppy out? Uh, I don't advocate for pet shops, but maybe at a breeder. Um, you're looking at a bunch of puppies. You take one from the litter. What do you do? You take the dog. Uh, especially, by the way, if you have kids, you, you, you roughhouse him a little bit. You roll him over, or you wrestle him or her, you grab a chew toy, you play some tug of war. You want to see if that dog has a little bit of fight in him, particularly if you're looking for a guard dog for the family. And by the way, when you're looking for a husband, a good man, you're always looking for a guard dog.
You are not looking ever in that instance for a golden retriever, period. Fun for a dog, never for a husband. You want your husband to be a German Shepherd, a Rottweiler, a Doggo Argentino. You want bridled power or it will harm you more than having a husband who uh, is maybe a little easier to handle, but who has some spine. And I see women looking in the wrong place all the time and they're disappointed. And I understand it. You're disappointed in what you find in men. It's because you've been lied to. It's because we failed young men in teaching them how to be men, how to grow into adult men, in teaching them how to be powerful and how to bridle their power. And I mean, physically, emotionally, spiritually, we need to develop powerful young men so that we can teach them how to bridle that power. And, and, and we failed um, a lot of young men in not teaching them what righteous anger, what right, when righteous indignation is appropriate. And we failed young women too, by the way. I, I'm telling you, the women out there, you've been failed by many mothers, by, I hate to say it, many leaders in the church, certainly by feminism, and not being taught what to look for in a man and what it is that you should seek in a man. And so what happens? What happens? We end up with this where women focus on nice and then say it's really hard to find a good guy. We focus on a temporary transient happiness, on a get along attitude, and we end up with a lot of women who are unhappy and men who are unhappy because they don't feel good about themselves. It doesn't feel good to be a spineless pussy. So let me tell you this. If you talk to a lot of women out there who've had um, a divorce uh, or a marriage on the rocks, barring obviously sex and finances, which are sort of the root cause of a lot of problems in marriage. Um, but if we're talking about individual problems with their spouse, and I would encourage you to, women, this is a test for you right now. Think of women who maybe are in your circle of friends who are maybe having a rough go in their marriage. Be supportive of them. And also maybe find out why. Right? Ask women who've had unsuccessful relationships what the problem was. I guarantee you, you will more often get a response from women that their husband just didn't care, that their husband just checked out, that there, was no, that there wasn't any passion anymore. And often, you know what? Often that lack of passion that he doesn't care, that's what leads to cheating. Now, of course, I need to always, I hate that I always have to say this, but people will take things out of context. We have to take out the extreme examples, the domestic abusers on both sides of the equation. I don't want you to misconstrue what I'm saying. When you eliminate those monsters who should be behind bars, often women, the ones who complain about their husbands, the complaint is, you know what? He's just not really much of a man. And then I want you to ask, women who've had successful relationships or women who really love their husband, what he's like, almost always, almost invariably, they'll come back with an answer like, oh, well, he's, he's difficult. Sometimes I want to strangle him, but they love him. There's passion there. And you know what? That man who shows righteous anger, that man who shows, by the way, sometimes virtuous violence. A lot of people, we assume that violence is bad, not advocating violence for no reason, but sometimes violence is virtuous. Sometimes violence is used to rape somebody. Terrible. Sometimes violence is used to stop a rape. So how do you know it's righteous? You know that it's righteous or virtuous when it's aimed at evil, when it's aimed at injustice. But if a man isn't strong, if a man doesn't have power to brought, he can't aim anything. And righteous anger, by the way, I wanna be really clear women so that you don't find some domestically abusive guy. This righteous anger should never be aimed at you from your spouse. Now, they can be angry for you Right? That's a miscommunication that often happens with women, and you're told that it's toxic. Right? Well, this, there's a miscommunication, and sometimes you think your husband's mad at you or the guy who you're dating, and they're actually mad for you. I've had this happen. My wife, in the situation I was talking about with this, this, this woman at work, I got upset. 
Why? Because I wanted to fix the problem for my wife and I couldn't. And I was furious. And then we figured out how to bridge that gap in communication. But I want you women out there, this is, a cha- this is the test for you this week, this is the challenge. I want you to ask women who you know, who you respect, who have husbands, ask them if their husbands have a backbone. Ask them if they've seen his righteous indignation, particularly the ones who have strong husbands. And then I want you to ask them if there's ever been infidelity. And then I want you to ask them if there's ever been domestic abuse. Then I want you to ask them if they've ever feared for their safety. In most cases, they won't have. There are exceptions. As a general rule, that's not the case. Because the abuse, this is important, the abuse, the mistreatment, the bullying that comes, the bullying that happens toward women at the hands of men, it happens at the hands of weak men who stand for nothing and never stick their right, uh, their neck out angrily for the righteous. So they go along to get along. Why? Because being nice makes it easier to get your way. It's a lot easier to avoid conflict. It's also a lot easier to lie. So listen, um, a man out there who is nice and has never been uh, angry uh, righteously is, is a coward. He's weak. And ultimately, that's the kind of man who is likely to end up being a bully. Why? Because bullies typically pick the target that's smaller than them, the weaker target. The weakest target they can find. That's what a bully is. A bully isn't someone who goes in and picks a fight and loses. A bully is someone who tortures small animals, right? A sociopath. That's what a bully is. And a weak, nice man is far more likely to bully his wife than a strong, aggressive, but righteous man. So women, please, I have to get going here. If you've been looking for nice, if you've been looking for something that that works and that it just feels right and fits, okay, I'd encourage you to do a 180 right now. If it's not been working for you, stop looking for nice. Start looking for backbone. Start looking for principle. Start looking for a man who, you know, might be a little bit difficult. Look for for a man where, you know what? It may not just click. It may not fit perfectly right away. There may be some puzzle pieces that you're going to have to fit, that you're going to have to work with. And then, if he's the right one, link arms with him and love together. Be tender together. Support, serve each other. And be righteously angry together about the same things. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it. Listen, a little bit of controversy to let you guys uh, let you guys go for the day. Listen, I will see you either tomorrow or on Wednesday. Be sure to leave me a voice message if you want it played on the beginning of the show. I'll do that for you, no problem. Um, listen, if you guys are really true to your word, Go over, support the podcast, $1.99 a month, $4.99 a month, $9.99 a month. Pick your pick your tier. Help me out, guys. Um, don't care if you do. I'm just throwing it out there because fuck, why not, right? Might as well get a couple bucks in my pocket. Listen, that's it. That's all. I will see you probably Wednesday for sure. <laughs> and with that, I'm out. Peace. <laughs>